Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Ohana Podcast. My name is Lima and I am your host. Thank you so much guys for tuning in and for supporting the Scattered Abroad Network and continuing with our our theme of the war on our Ohana. What what about mothers? Right? Mother's Day is 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 here. And you know moms or stay-at-home moms, uh, mothers have been in a, in a way under attack by our society, by the public. Um, you think about some of the things that people say uh, uh, to, to mothers or about someone who is considering, uh, you know, being a stay-at-home mom or raising children, right? Uh, uh, one might caution and, and say something like this, don't have too many children or you will not have a career in life. Right? Making it sound like the children can be a burden on someone, right? Uh, or how about this? Don't have children until your career is set. Uh, you want to be successful, right? Like, like making it sound like if you have children without a career, you're not successful. Um. What about this one? And, and I have a little bit of experience with this one. Send me the kids so you can finish school in order to have a good career. Right. And usually parents would say something like that to to their daughter or their son that has gotten married and have children and and still doing college. Right. Um, what about this one? Uh, children are a burden, so don't have too many. Uh, or the the surprise uh, response or surprise reaction to when someone says they are a stay-at-home mom. They, people would be like, wait, what? You you don't work? You're a stay-at-home mom? As as if staying uh, stay-at-home mom is easy work, right? Uh, it's one of the greatest work in this universe. It's the greatest thing a, a, a person can do, uh, a mom can do is to stay at home and, and raise her children and teach her children. Uh, you think about the various, you know, uh, political approaches uh, concerning mothers. Uh, at one time, the, the, the famous uh, description given to mothers, so instead of using the word mother, they'll, they'll call them birthing persons. Have you ever heard of that one? Yeah, that's uh, instead of just saying mom or mother, uh, let's call them birthing persons. I mean, you kind of wonder, well, if mothers are birthing persons, then what are fathers? Um, and so there's there's great attack. There's again, there's attack on the home, on God's order of things. Uh, yes, and there's an attack on motherhood. There's an attack on 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 those who. You know, people frown on those who are stay-at-home moms. Here's what I want to do in this podcast. I, I want to remind us all of some some great characteristics of a mother that the Bible describes. And this comes from Proverbs 31. So if you have your Bible there with you, I want you to open there with me, right? And... I know that in, in Proverbs 30, uh, 31 and verse 30, uh, many people will talk about the virtuous woman. And and sometimes 
uh, people tend to forget that the virtuous woman is a mother, right? And, and so what what we read here in, in Proverbs 31, it's a mother described, a mother that is worthy of praise, a mother that fears the Lord, right? And it's an interesting proverb because when you read the beginning uh, verse, it says, the words of King Lemuel the utterance which his mother taught him. And then what you read in the following verses is, is like the mother warning her son. What my son or what son of my womb and what son of my vows do not give your strength to women, nor your ways to that which destroys kings. Right? So, so it's like a mother giving her son advice and and he has recorded this for us. And so after after the mother warns about, you know, uh, 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 promiscuous women, right, or or the seductress women that, that she's re referencing at first, then she turns. And, and what we see then is, is a transition from bad women to praiseworthy uh, uh, women. Uh, or bad women to the praiseworthy woman, the virtuous woman and that's where we we see this great description of a mother who fears the lord right and a mother who fears the lord and here's our first point is this she is a great wife she is a great wife now i understand that not everyone is in this uh uh uh, uh, uh context if you will because sometimes you you have uh, uh, a mom who was a single mother, right? And and so, obviously, a single mother, right? She doesn't have a husband. Um, but generally, in our ideal world, uh, uh, you know, a, a mother is married, right, with children, and uh, and of course, there's widows uh, who lose their husbands or their spouse, but. Here, here is the first description of a great mother. She is a great wife. All right, a mother who fears the Lord is a great wife. And verse ten and verse twelve bears that out to be the case. Who can find a virtuous wife? For her worth is far above rubies. The heart of her husband safely trusts her, so he will lack, or so he will have no lack of gain she does him good and not evil all the days of her life what a what a great commentary of this woman she loves her husband mothers listen up if you can be great at loving your children but you will do your children a great disservice if you don't show your children that you love your husband, that you respect your husband, that you are a great spouse. That's part of rearing children is being an example of a great spouse. And so, so one of the characteristics of a mother who fears the Lord is this. She's a great wife. She, she submits to her husband. She does him good. And her husband trusts in her and the children learn a lot from that all right number two 
right? A, a mother who fears the Lord, number one, is a great wife. Number two, she is a hard worker, right? In other words, she, she, she's not lazy. Uh, she uses her talents in service to the Lord and to others. She's a hard worker. Notice verse 13 through 18. She seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. She is like the merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She also rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maidservants. She considers a field and buys it, and from her profit she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and strengthens her arms. She perceives that her merchandise is good, and her lamp does not go out by night. Notice that. A woman that works hard. Right? She works hard. She works with her hands. She prepares the food for her families. Yes, even when it's late at night. And that's the reality. Sometimes our kids want to eat late at night. Or sometimes the husband want to eat late at night. I, I, I'll tell you so many times I've eaten late at night and Athena would make me food. <laughs> or sometimes I'll make it myself, right? But the idea is this, that she's a hard worker. Notice in verse 16, she considers a field and buys it. She's economical, right? She's, she, she knows how to handle money. She knows how to invest, right? She, she makes a profit. Uh, and she plants a vineyard. Now, listen to that, the wording here. That's a lot of work. She's a hard worker. She girds herself with strength and strengthens her arms. Let me tell you something, uh, husbands, and, and, and I include myself in this, right? Athena, uh, 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 your spouse, if you have a lot of children, your spouse is, is very likely carrying a lot of the weight in child rearing because men you you have to go and work and you have other responsibilities but be sure that we participate and that we share in in those responsibilities and and, and not like come from work and not help out right uh the bible also said that that we as husband have to be mindful of our wives and getting to know her that she is a weaker vessel uh, that is physically speaking. Though this woman is a hard worker, you know, as husbands, we we still work together uh, in order to make the dream work in our family, right? But notice that the, the Bible describes this woman. She loves her husband. She's a hard worker. Here's number three. She is a joyful giver. Listen, listen to this. Verse 19 and onward. She stretches out her hands to the distaff, and her hand holds the spindle. She extends her hand to the poor. Yes, she reaches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household is clothed with scarlet. She makes tapestry for herself. Her clothing is fine linen. And purple, her husband is known in the gates when she when he sits among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them, and the supply sashes for the merchants. So, 
So continuing to see some description of her working with her hands. And the Bible uses the idea of hands often to, to, to show the idea of service or the idea of power. When it talks about the right hand of God, it's a, a position of authority and of power. When you talk about extending a hand, here, let me help you. That's that's powerful. And notice this, this woman described here, this mother that is described here. She cares for the poor. She reaches out her hand to help others. She's a joyful giver. She gives. She helps. When it snows, the, the Bible says this, she ensures that everyone is clothed property. It, it, isn't that the case with, with our mothers when we travel somewhere? Wear your boots. Don't wear slippers. Put on your jacket. Don't forget your coat. Put on your hat. Put on sunscreen. She has that protective care uh, uh, over all of us, in, yes, including the husbands. <laughs> all right, that's who she is described here. She's a great wife, she's a hard worker, she's a joyful giver. Well, here, here's number four she is honorable and wise. Listen to this verse 25 and verse 26 says, Strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and on her tongue is the law of kindness. Sad to say that not many mothers are honorable uh, or wise, but this is what mothers should strive to be, to strive to be honorable inside of God and in the sight of men, uh, strive to be wise. And the only way we become wise is to have the law of God in our hearts. Notice what it says about her. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and on her tongue is the law of kindness, a reference to what is good, right? When she speaks, she speaks what is good. How, how many Mothers would gather into circles and they would start gossiping. How many mothers would gather into circles and start uh, character assassination? Here's a woman that knows how to control her tongue. That knows of what is good and shares it and speaks of it. She is wise. She is honorable. I'll tell you so many times in my ministry uh, that Athena, you know, uh, she would help me a lot uh, 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 with, with you know, remind me of, of things like kindness and being tactful and, and things alike. And and she she understands that because and we we get it too. But mothers they understand that more because. Children need that, right? Children need us to teach them kindly, especially when they're very little. Um, instead of, you know, constant yelling and abusive uh, tone or language, children need 
wisdom from the mothers. Children need kindness. Here's a woman described on her tongue is the law of kindness. A mother who fears the Lord, she is a great wife. She is a hard worker. She is a joyful giver. She is honorable and wise. Here's number next. She is a homemaker. Notice verse 27 and verse 28. She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. In the world of, you know, where people are very active on social media, you start seeing, you know, more and more moms just kind of cruising or, uh, or, or being idle, just scrolling on social media, uh, you know, and, 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 you know, moms need breaks, but uh, let's be honest, there is a, 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 some idleness when, you know, when we have too much time on social media. And so this this mother that we see described here, she she is constantly watching her home, the ways of her household. How are the children behaving? What are they watching? What are they learning? Um, you know, uh, what needs to get done around this house? All right. Uh, Athena has no problem uh, uh, giving me a list of a honeydew, right? a honeydew list, a list of things that needs to be done. And so and so in, in, in her way, she is watching over the ways of her household and you know I, and i'll get things done in time right <laughs> but notice notice this is what a a mother would do she she is she's the over over overwatch if you will of the home right she has that control she has that power she has that work uh, to watch over her children. Notice that her children, verse 28, her children rise up and call her blessed. You know, sometimes children are, are spoiled brats. And sometimes children are ingrateful. And, and they have attitude. And so sometimes that's all on the children. But let's be honest, sometimes it's also on parents also on mothers and fathers and picking on the mothers today because it's mother's day it's also on mothers right notice this woman her children rise up and call her blessed because of the way she takes care of them because of the care and the compassion that they receive from the mother as they should because of the instructions and the planning and and, and and, you know, the, the purposeful corrections that they receive from the mother as they should. And so the kids learn to appreciate that. They learn to love mom more when they see that. So they rise up and call her blessed. So I'll say this again, right? 
It is so true that there are spoiled brats that have great mothers, and they they just decide on their own that they're just, they're not going to be good children. But often it is the case the children are the way they are because they were not raised. They did not have the comfort and the compassion and the care that their mother should give them. And so often they grow up and resent and complain and, and you know, say things like, I wish my mom was like that. All right. So, so mothers, we, we have a great, you have a great role in this. Notice also who praises her, her husband, her husband praises her. Why, why would he do that? Because she's a great wife and she's a great mother. I will say this about Athena. She's the best mother and the best wife I, I could have asked for. She, she takes care of our children, her care and her compassion for them. She loves them. And you know what my children do? They rise up and, and call her blessed. The, the idea of they, they rise up and they love on her because she loves them. And I love that watching that in our home. A mother who fears the Lord is a great wife. She is a hard worker. She is a joyful giver. She is honorable and wise. She is a homemaker. And you know something about the, that woman, that mother? She is worthy of praise. Verse 29 and onward, the Bible says, Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing. But a woman who fears the Lord she shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. A mother who fears the Lord, she is worthy of praise. I want to encourage our mothers. If you're listening and you're a mom, you have children, strive to be this virtuous woman and you will be worthy of praise you will please the lord not only that you will you will bless your husband your marriage you will bless your children and you will be blessed thank you so much guys for listening again let's let's do what we can to encourage the mothers uh within our circle of influence Encourage them to be mothers. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.